Hello, and welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world 101 level. I'm your host and well-being alchemist, Michelle Schoenfeld, and I am thrilled you're joining me today for this really special episode. (laughs) It is not every day that I get to interview another healer. And in this industry, I come across a lot of wellness experts, uh, well-being practitioners, and healers, anything from energy healing um, to emotional trauma to just everything that's out there, all the different modalities that we've covered on the show. Well, today, I am so excited to introduce you to a woman I came across recently. And before I go in any further, I'm just going to go ahead and bring you on to the show. So welcome, everybody, to Gul Sonmez who is broadcasting from Luxembourg. Welcome, Gul. Hello, welcome. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here today. I am so excited to have you. I was originally thinking, you know, I was going to do a very formal interview, or not interview, a very formal intro, um, because you're an amazing energy healer. You're an amazing healer in general. I know your corporate background. I'm going to let you tell your story. But then seeing your smiley face, so we're <laughs> long distance, of course. I'm in Bodrum, Turkey, and although Ghoul is Turkish. Yes, that's my hometown. <laughs> yeah, coincidentally, is broadcasting from Luxembourg, and so we're doing this on Zoom. So if you hear any background noise, maybe she has family come in, or I have chickens in my yard, or something <laughs> like that, <laughs> know that that's what we're doing. So Ghoul, you are just a really, really amazing healer, and like so many healers out there so we're kind of waking up at this time in the world you experience some trauma and very often period people either it's trauma it's addiction it's an illness it's something that's the catalyst yeah. for them waking up and discovering their healing talents and discovering their purpose in life and what i loved about your story so much is that it was very similar to my story and i love telling my story So when I heard yours, I felt like, wow, this is amazing. It's so similar to mine with very different details, but a similar plot line. So I thought it'd be a lot of fun for the listeners to hear your story. And then we can talk about what kind of healing and stuff you do. Would you mind um, just giving us a little bit about your background and sharing your story? Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, by the way, such a nice intro. <laughs> and it's and amazing to see your, <laughs> see your smile on face as well. So it's, 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 I, I also see you and it's just amazing to be here. Um, my story, I think, started almost nine years ago. So I was in a corporate job. I had an amazing job. I was living in Istanbul. Um, I was quite successful at what I was doing. I was loving my job. I was married at that time. So when you look from the picture, sometimes the picture from outside looks perfect. So uh, I was, I think I was not even 30 years old at that time, but I had the best job. I had the husband, I had the house, I have the car, you know, check, 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 check. Everything, everything looks perfect. <laughs> yeah, on paper, like we always say, everything, the picture looks perfect from outside. Uh, but actually, um, I was having some difficulties with my body. So my struggle started with my bone system. I had meniscus, then I had something in my hand. So it's mostly my skeleton system was giving me some signs that it was not happy. But I was ignoring it. I was going to doctors. I was getting uh, physiotherapy. I went to a lot of physiotherapy in Turkey. <laughs> so I was looking for these kind of solutions. But um, they were very Your persistent. Like yeah, the pain. pain was yeah persistent. And then uh, I couldn't use my right hand. So my right hand blocked one day in the office. All my friends, that time I was working in Coca-Cola in Turkey, all my friends know, like I, I couldn't move my right hand. My right finger was totally blocked. And I had to go to microsurgeons, try to find out why. And for two months, I couldn't use it. And they said it's an overused disease. So you use your hand so much. But usually overuse disease, you need to either be a gamer that you play video games or you need to be a coder like you write codes all day but not like normal people who works normally they don't have such a disease that was the time actually I start to look for alternative solutions I start to look for okay what's healing what's some alternative therapies if anything maybe can 
helped me. And actually through this time, it was my right hand <laughs> for the listeners, right? You usually represent the kind of male energy. Uh, so I want to start to see a healer. One of my friends actually told me to start it's to see someone. It's interesting that you say the right, or the right side and male energy because mine was the left side, totally losing yeah. use of my left side, couldn't brush my teeth, which is feminine energy. And it then ended up manifesting in breast cancer. So it's yeah. interesting. And so then you have the right side in this male energy. So, okay. So then you go and you start, you're like, okay, I'm going to see an alternative healer. And you're like, ah, whatever that is. Yeah. I was exactly like, yeah, whatever that is. I'm just going to give it a try. I'm just right. going to give it a try. And actually she was the first person who said, oh, it's your right hand. Do you have a problem with your father or with your husband? And I was like, how <laughs> dare you? How dare you? I remember I was so angry at her. I'm like, what does she know? It's like, how dare she tell me? I said, no, I have an amazing marriage and I have an amazing father. How dare you? But then, you know, you have to face your reality. I have to face my reality. I have to face that um, sometimes things seem beautiful from outside. And especially in some cultures, some countries, um, you have to live with some labels. Marriage is an amazing label. Yes. I call it it's a label. Uh, it gives you lots of rooms <laughs> to behave. It gives you uh, lots of rooms to be seen successful. Work is I a label. I didn't realize that. I really didn't realize that because I was married so young and I was married for 20 yeah. years. So I didn't realize um, until I was divorced and then the label was divorced, which might even be worse than single <laughs> as a label. Yeah. How much emphasis was put on being married as a sign of success? Yeah. So yeah. I think that's really interesting. I did not realize myself until I was faced with it. And how much we put being divorced as failure. Yeah, exactly. The failure part is, is the, the biggest thing. Like you don't want to fail. Right. You don't want to fail in your career. You don't want to fail in life because failure... Uh, so one of my biggest thing was to accept failure and define what was failure and to tell myself, okay, this is not failure. And it was hard for me to do it on my own. So this is how I started my healing journey. But the good news, after two months, my hand was totally healed. I never get the surgery that they told I have to get it. And after that, also three times I was diagnosed for meniscus and I had to get surgery. I never get it because you now I know it. Diagnosed for what? Uh, meniscus disease on my knee. Okay. Meniscus, meniscus. So. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I, but now I know when it comes back, I know, okay, <laughs> what is it now? You need to make a step forward. What is the thing that you're scared today? <laughs> that is, this pain is coming back. <laughs> so this is actually how I started the healing. And and it really opened so many doors for me because now I know when I have uh, acne problem, what's happening <laughs> when I have thyroid disease, I had thyroids. Um, thyroid disease as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And what was that and, the sign of? Oh, thyroid was a really hard one because when I had thyroid, actually I was already in the healing. I was already living in Europe. I changed all my life completely. Um, I was, I started my coaching class I was taking coaching courses and I was practicing healing right you already feel uh, like you're moving forward you're doing so yeah. well you've cleared so much right? yeah yeah I cleared so like, much nah, I'm ready yeah a little, nah, nah. More, a little bit more to look at <laughs> it was so funny it came uh, and I remember it so when they say okay this is the, the hormones you have this issue you know Tyrese if you're into healing it's all about not being able to talk not being able to tell your truth it's on right. the throat chakra Speak your voice. Yeah, speak your voice, not speak being truth, able yeah. to tell your truth. Yeah. And truth chakra is a tricky one because it can be either you don't tell your truth to others. So this is what I thought. I was like, no, but I tell, I tell. But sometimes you don't tell your truth to yourself. So telling truth to yourself sometimes can be more trickier than telling to yes. others. I um at the end, well, maybe I'll share. We did a session together. And you read my chakras and cleared and we channeled and we'll talk yeah. about that later. But it was interesting when you got a little stuck on my throat chakra, because as a public speaker, which I don't even know, yeah. if you know that's the other thing I do is I'm a public speaker. And I also love telling my story. Yeah. But what I say outward and what I say to other people is yeah. very easy and natural and flow. But then what I say to myself, then all of a sudden I'm choked up. Yeah. You picked up on that within five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, we don't think yeah, we don't think ourselves. We think that that's the easy part. It's telling others, but like, no. A lot of times, the yeah. hardest thing is what we're afraid to face in our own 
life. Yeah, and to tell to yourself, actually, to tell to. And I realized that time the hardest thing for me to accept that I'm a healer because, again, in Luxembourg, I'm working in a big, big e-commerce company. I still work part-time there, by the way. I'm still part-time in this corporate life. And that time, my boyfriend, which became my husband now, uh, Giovanni was like, I, I, was I was so scared if I tell what I do completely, they're going to label me like, oh, she's crazy, she's doing a thing, so what? Are you talking to the trees? Come right. on, she's healer. The who's not really yeah. living yeah. off the and, grid. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to look, no, I'm a successful corporate woman who can do everything. I realized that it's actually, again, this time in a different form, I was trying to put labels. And it was quite hard to accept. But I tell to everyone, when you accept, it's the healing starts. <laughs> it's a room yes. to, to heal and to change and to transform. So here at this so, point, yeah. you've already like left your job with Coca-Cola. Um, yeah, and I moved to Luxembourg. Left Istanbul, you get divorced, you start on your healing, like everything in your life has changed. Complete pivot, move to another country, start a new life, feeling like you're doing so well in this healing process. And then you're given a little, another wake up. Like, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. It, it happens all the time. I think this is the beauty of the transformation. It is. Because then they, I worked with the tyrants and I was like, okay, everything is amazing now. And then I had to work on my heart chakra because, um, because you also need to be ready one layer at a time, one layer. I always say healing is not, it shouldn't be burnout. It should be a nice transformation. Then I realized that I was thinking if she would, we should get married, we maybe not married, what we should do with my boyfriend at that time. I realized that I picked the easiest one again. I was like, okay, we should break up. <laughs> <laughs> and why we should break up is a big question because again, you're not the, the thing on the paper because he's younger than me. Um, he's from different nationality. He's from different religion. So everything again was not planned to my paper, my list. <laughs> my check marks were not right. there. So I had to do it again and again. So this is the beauty, I think, of a healing journey. It's it's constant work. And here you talk you about it, it you're just your it. eyes are sparkling and your mouth has a huge smile. Like your, <laughs> your whole face smiles. It's beautiful. Um, all right. So yeah, yeah. It's a soulmate. <laughs> moving along your healing process of being a healer, of actually like, yeah, should I be a healer? Like it's who I am. Not should I. You are. It's your birth how do I do this? How do I actually go about it? Is this real? Yeah. Is that where you- So actually, I don't want to go about it. I didn't want to do it. I right. came here again with another corporate job. So I was yeah. just telling it to a couple of people. But one of the one of the people I told that, by the way, I'm doing this kind of healing, uh, her son get brain tumor surgery. And um, he was half paralyzed. He was in coma. He couldn't wake up after the brain tumor surgery, he had strokes. So actually she was the one who asked me, can you come to hospital and do some healing? And I couldn't say no, because some other, I didn't know how to say no. So this is how I started actually. It was my first client here in Luxembourg. And Luxembourg is a very tiny country. It's very cute, it's very little. So <laughs> that uh, word of mouth is quite powerful because it's small. And this is how I started. I started to see one person, then the two, then the three. Then I didn't know how to say it. This was, I said, okay, maybe if I become a coach, it's again, more luxury. <laughs> I can right. say I'm a coach. Uh, then uh, I went for- Sounds a little more mainstream. Yes, more mainstream. So I can say, okay, I'm a coach. Then I went to this coaching school in London. It was very funny in the first um, class, you know, the coaches are training you. I was just watching the demo coaching. And I was kind of sure the guy who just fly from United States, was doing a demo session with someone but I can read the energies and I realized that he's just clearing but he's doing a business coaching but he's clearing the checkers at the same time so in the break I went next to that guy and I said I'm so sorry but I'm gonna tell you something maybe you can say get out of my classroom I'm gonna accept it <laughs> but is it true that maybe secretly you were clearing the aura and he looked at me, he said, okay, come here. And I was like, God, he's going to say, get out of my class. It's a business coaching. Why did I just say it? Like, you, you had to shut up. But I couldn't. That guy, actually, he gave me a little crystal. And he said, the world is ready. You were right. You the were world right. is ready. Yeah, he said, the world is exactly ready. You don't need to hide behind coaching. When coaching started 30 years ago, 
the world was not like today. So it was hard. Coaching opened lots of doors for people. But now you don't need to. You can combine these two words together. You have a beautiful gift. Why don't you combine these two things and be very honest to what you want to do and build a spiritual coaching practice? And this is actually where I get to like name. I was like, okay, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to be a spiritual coach. But I'm telling like the viewer both crying. He was giving me the little crystal and I was crying. I was like, oh my God, I'm so lucky that I, I just met with you and here. You're crying because you felt your truth. It's like yes. you felt your truth that somebody was verbalizing it and it resonated with you as truth. And so you had like this yes. release of energy, which was came out in crying, right? Yes. Crying is so stealing. Much. Yeah. It's like <laughs> crying you felt your stealing. truth. How beautiful. Yeah, this I'm a business is like coach true. in London. So I always say, like, follow the path. Like, if the energy takes you somewhere, go and don't question it. Like, it took you to London. You had no idea why, right? You think you're doing a business course, and it's an, it's really this man helps unlock that for you. Yeah, actually, it was after that I said, okay, I'm going to be a spiritual coach. He was the one who planted yeah. it. He was the one who gave me idea. Ignited it for you. Yeah, he really, really ignited it for me. And I said, okay, I'm going to be honest to that. I'm going to be a spiritual coach. Uh, this is my truth and I'm going to be vocal about it. So actually, in order to get rid of tirades, I had to be very vocal about it. And it was quite hard because I had to fly back to Turkey. And, you know, I'm in Luxembourg with one of the biggest companies of the world. And I'm going back home to say, by the way, I'm just going to go part-time to be a healer. <laughs> Right. <laughs> All the education, everything that you put into me, bye-bye. I'm just going to listen to my heart because I think I can hear some voices. Uh, <laughs> is it? <laughs> it was it was quite um, yeah, funny that time. So back to your friend's son who's in a coma from the brain. Scan. Yeah. Yeah. So now you find yourself in this hospital and I'm sure the doctors are looking at you like, who are you and why are you here? Tell us more. Yeah, about they that. didn't let me in. Actually, okay. they didn't even they didn't let me in. They say, no, she cannot get in. <laughs> it was quite easy because it was a special care unit. The kid was with all the machines and everything. So the first reaction, they immediately said no. But the mother was Luxembourgish. And she said, No, it's my right, it's my child, she's gonna get inside. So actually, she was the one, I don't know why, who trusted me. She was the one who put me inside and she came inside with me. But I was so scared uh, because it was, I was only in Luxembourg less than six months. So I was just thinking, oh my God, if one of them calls police, maybe they send me back. What am I doing here? How am I going to explain <laughs> the situation? Like I never did healing to someone else. I was just doing for myself. Uh, I learned all the healing for myself, actually. I'm obsessed with self-healing. Still, I'm learning everything new just to try on myself first. Then I bring it to sessions. Okay. Still, I love to work on myself. So I remember I put my hands on the kid and I was just saying, you're crazy. Why are you doing these things? Like, you're just a liar. Maybe they're going to deport you. What are you doing? I was just talking to myself. And this is when actually the machines start to beep, 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 beep. Because when you scare, you can also pass your fears. Right. Yes. So this is when I realized, okay, I'm, we're all going to go down. But that time, Sabrina, she came and she told me, good, I trust you. That after this, I start channeling actually. After this, I don't remember anything. After this, when I finished the session, I opened my eyes. The mother was crying, grandmother was crying, the machines were okay, the doctors were happy. I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's been smooth, probably. Yeah, then this is how I started. He was the one. But you know what you seek is seeking you in Turkey, Rumi is a big, big name. It's a Persian poet and it's a big, big name. And you're, if you're interested, I highly recommend to read his story. He has some amazing, amazing poems. In one of those, he says, what you seek is seeking you. And actually, probably this kid was the one who healed me because he was the one who started my healing journey with others because I was hiding. I was just doing it for myself to change my life. I had no intention to share with someone else. So you he was the one. healed him and he woke up and he was able to move and... I think he healed me. He made me wake up <laughs> to this beautiful yeah. journey. But what happened is we worked with him, I think, good two years together. But now we're best friends. <laughs> He's now um, he's such a close. I sometimes say like my son, I love him so much. Uh, yeah, I worked with him almost two years. But with everything, of course. Uh, first, he got out of coma. Then um, he started walking again. Then he started using his hand again. So it's, it was a process. 
it was a it was a process then he got out of the hospital he went back to school he was 12 years old at that time uh now we celebrated his yeah he's gonna be 17 soon oh wow that's wonderful <laughs> wonderful yeah he's a big boy now <laughs> yeah, man almost a man <laughs> yeah almost a man so it must have just given you so much um purposeful uh validation of like wow like this is real like I really can do this and it's out there for everybody and I'm a vessel I'm a vessel for this healing yeah I wish to say yes and be very <laughs> look very cool about it no actually no you're still like way, that, yeah yeah on the way I like yeah, like, how did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> like no 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 but it's also maybe it's physiotherapy maybe it's the other thing so I was never never sure but I start to work with more people and I start I had chance to see how they perform, how they transform. And I, had, I learned a lot by working with people. So the sessions teach me everything. My clients teach me everything, I would say, because I learned how it, I learned the difference, how some people can heal easily, how some people can. And I just understand one main thing. Everybody's healing themselves. So people like me, we're not healers, we're just channelers. You just help them to walk in this path, but only they walk in that path. So so this is why actually I'm not the healer. This is why I call mostly like I'm a channeler because in the end, the, the people who really transform their lives are the ones who are taking this journey seriously and doing the exercise who is doing the, the work that I give to them rather than just coming to sessions. Yes. Because in my experience, the healing happens within the sessions and it happens so naturally when you put the theory into practice. Yeah. So everybody is healing themselves. True. Nobody is healing done, one. Um, I've done a lot of shows on that actually. And with my clients, when I work with them, I say, so let me clarify. So this, this podcast, I will, I'm proud to say is being broadcast in over 70 countries at this point. Yes. Very exciting. <laughs> and there's a blend of Eastern and Western um, culture and Eastern and Western medicine. And very often like your uh, professor in England who said, yes, we used to have to say coach, but now we don't have to say that. Now you can come and say you're a spiritual coach or a spiritual yeah. right? So I feel like it's a little bit like that as well as a healer of, I will very often say I'm an energy healer. I like to now say I'm a well-being alchemist. That's more fun <laughs> to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> when I was doing retreats and workshops, I was always billed as an energy healer. But when I have a serious conversation with somebody beyond just the, you know, what do you do? It's like, I'm not healing you. I'm helping yeah. you learn how to heal yourself. Yes. I'm helping teach you how to heal yourself because we all have the ability to heal ourselves. And so when I say for you and your introduction and now like you're this energy healer, you're absolutely right. I'm not saying that she's going to come put her hands on you and heal you. No. Although you may have that ability, really what your gift, your big specialty that you is just really a gift is channeling the, yeah. the angels, the spirit guides, whatever you're comfortable with to help clear and open and help you heal yourself, to help find those blocks or that trauma or that whatever it is that needs to be healed and then help you heal it yourself. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. Healer, yeah. This more, is exactly just a term. So people kind of know kind of what category, but really you're right. Like, you know, sometimes you say channel and you picture like the movie where the person's channeling spirits and you see these crazy beings around. It's like, <laughs> okay, well that's fun for the movies, but it's not actually that far off. in if you're really open to it, but what you're doing is helping bring in all the forces, all the guys, yes. and helping you, your true self, open up to it to heal yourself because you have the ability once you learn how to ask for it, once you learn how to tune into it. And so I think what you do is absolutely beautiful, 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 beautiful yeah. at helping people find that and open Thank up you. and unlock it. Um, okay, so back to your story. You. I just wanted to clarify that a little bit for people because th these terms we can't help it, but labels on sometimes, you know, yeah, yeah, totally channel, like it's it. like, she's not channeling your grandmother. It doesn't mean that that might not happen, <laughs> but that's, <laughs> not the, that's not the purpose. The purpose is, is healing and clearing and really having yeah. your best life oh, and peeling away all the layers of the stuff that's blocked yes. from living your best life. So I always see it like, is it, it's just helps you to move because usually when we're having a drama, we're stuck. 
we're so scared we don't know how to move we're just for example i'm so scared of getting divorced i'm so scared of marrying again i'm so scared of leaving my full-time job they were very very hard uh, decisions so when you're feeling when you're so scared this fear all around us makes us stuck we don't yes. move and when you're stuck with the fears one way or another they start to you start to manifest on your on your body either you have skin problem or you have bones problem or you have uh, digestive systems right <laughs> you cannot oh. digest your decisions you have all these kind of problems answer like so many of them. yeah or cancer or, or tumor or brain tumor so all those are actually they are when you're stuck you cannot move so this practice i always see helps you to move and navigate those fears so i always say i don't know how to heal anyone or get rid of the fears completely when i know it i'm gonna sell it for a million euro per session <laughs> i don't know how to do it <laughs> i wish i know i would start with myself <laughs> because life happens at all the times there's always something happening in life so it's actually to learn how to move how to navigate how to not be scared so that you see the potential more than your fears yeah. you see love more than your fears you see what's your purpose and purpose is different for everyone but we all have a purpose we all have a purpose and you might not be living it you might not know exactly what it is but you you maybe you feel like you're on the right track but not quite there maybe you just feel like your job is soul sucking <laughs> because it's nowhere near what your purpose is um yeah. And so I love that you, people who work with you, clients, um, first of all, they book multiple sessions, right? Like it's a, a long-term thing. This is not like a one or two. This is like a long-term, um, yeah. you know, you said you like to work with people for like three months or at least 10 sessions to really kind of like peel away those layers and have that mm. freedom to uncover what needs to be uncovered, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, when I started, I was doing on and off sessions. So I was doing one session, but uh, so I still work. <laughs> one part of me is still corporate. So I like to see data. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this year I complete more than thousand hours of healing session. So I really have the data. So thousand hours gave me a really good idea of, of the data set. <laughs> the data. So yeah. Yeah, when I look at the people who really transform their lives, I, I realized they were the ones who came frequently because those sessions are not so fun. It's not like you lie and somebody gives you energy. It's not like we talk. My sessions are online. So it's not like you talk and you just see the bunnies and the love. No, they're very painful. You cry your heart out because you have to go to trauma to heal. So you really cry. And so this is why sometimes you just don't want to do it. You don't want to continue. This is why when I change my program to three months, you either sign my contract for three months or you don't work with me, then the results were full. Then the results were so profound. Yes. Because you kind of take away uh, the reason to get out of this <laughs> transformation. Absolutely. You took it. Yeah. So this is when the transformation really, really started. So this is how I see it. Because when I started doing on and off, the transformation was not there. And I want to see transformation. Absolutely. So, you know, when I first started uh, a decade ago, and the first time I worked with somebody like with what you do, they told you she does a pre-interview and she doesn't take everybody because she needs to know that you're open to it. She yes. needs to know that the match is going to be right. But then like on the first session, you, it had to be 10 sessions. She didn't say three months. It was 10 sessions because sometimes it's twice a week. Sometimes it's once a week, depending on how deep the healing is. They're two to three hour sessions. But she said initially, she's like, I'm not here to be your friend and I'm not yes. here. I'm not your therapist that you're going to see for 45 minutes every other week for the rest of your life. We're here to do real work. We're going to change yeah. things. We're going to fix things. We're going to heal. This is real work, you know? And you know, yeah. often, yeah, I'd go home afterwards and have to drink a whole bunch of water and I might sleep for the rest of the day, you know, just yeah. Depending yeah. On how deep it was, but it gave me so much faith because you know, I'm coming from a corporate background as well, but very mainstream pharmaceuticals, actually about as mainstream as it gets in healing. It's not really healing, but in medicine. So I was like skeptical, you know, again, this is over a decade ago. Now it changed my life. Like all of a sudden I'm talking to my spirit guides. I'm clearing my chakras. I'm like, okay, it's not hocus pocus. I watched my life transform. I watched yeah. myself heal. I watched I could tell you a story of trauma now, like it's a TV story, like it's somebody else's story. Before I would tell it, I would cry, I would feel sad, I would, I would like, you know, poor me, this, 
And now I can tell it like, yeah, it happened. It's part of my story. It makes me who I am. And I lived through it and I feel really good. And, but yeah, it was rough, but I don't have that energy tied to it. I was able to release it, but it didn't happen overnight. Oh my gosh. There were sessions back to my childhood where I didn't even know, um, like how old I was. I couldn't verbalize. And she'd have me look down, you know, cause we're doing a deep session and see my hands and I could see yeah. the little puffy fingers holding a crib. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I think I'm like around two, you know, like it's amazing. It's amazing. So I think it's really wonderful what you do of setting it up for this three months. So people, cause a lot of it's managing expectations, right? Yeah. And there's no quick fixes. It can be, I'm sure you've transformed people who had transformation in one session but it might take three or four just to get to what it is. Like you just don't know yeah. where their level of trauma or healing or openness or acceptance or, you know, sometimes I'm sure you have clients who dig in, like they're there cause they want to be there. But then when they go in, they're like, they hold yeah. on like, no, <laughs> they're afraid to let go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is why I also tell them. So it's a three to four month journey because we have 10 sessions, but we decide because after some sessions, you need to digest the session exactly, for two good exactly. weeks or after some sessions it needs to be immediately next week uh, but but it's a it's a journey and I used to go to psychologist again as well when I was going through my divorce and the sessions were 45 minutes as you say uh, so when I was almost ready to say something okay see you next week okay see you next week so that time I give myself a promise like I will never do it uh, so this is why sometimes it's one and a half hour sometimes it's two sometimes yeah. it's two and a half because to go to the deep uh, takes time you cannot people start saying oh I'm angry at my boss but at that time I'm start to hear when I channel okay at five years old there is an abuse story ask that but you cannot immediately say okay there's abuse sorry <laughs> let's talk right. about this so it takes time and it's not people are lying it's not they don't want to go there this story is painful so it takes time to go there you need to really trust make the bond but everybody goes there so it's actually they do the session to themselves people like me are helping them right. <laughs> to go to those memories uh, because you can channel and guide them where to look, but in the end, they're the ones who are looking. And it's, it's, I also tell them, you can hate me. I'm not here to pamper you. Uh, during the sessions, you can hate me. I'm hundred percent okay with it. What is important for me at the end of three months, you should say, this is where the favorite penny, she changed my life. I'm grateful that I did it. In order for someone to say, sometimes you need to be tough because we want to get rid of those stories. We don't want to talk about right. the real issue. It's not, it's like, we're lying. I'm we don't want to. Friend. I'm not here to be your yeah. friend. Yeah. Help you heal. Help yeah. Um, I think that's wonderful. I, it's just, it's so valuable what you do. And it's very different than um, like a hypnotherapy or in a, like giving you a list of things to do, like action oriented. This is a very different kind of healing modality. And yeah. I, it's really your skills. Um, and just to share with my audience, that we did do a session and I actually put you on the spot and I wasn't expecting to do it. Normally I would, if I have a guest, I experience it first before I decide if I'm going to have them as a guest. And with you, I didn't, we had a conversation. I liked your energy. I looked at your website. (laughs) I heard good things about you, but I hadn't actually experienced it myself. And this morning I was like, huh, this is the first time you've ever had somebody on your show in three seasons that you didn't experience it. Interesting but I trusted the universe that you were still going to be a good guest. And she was like, you know what? I'm just going to ask you if you can maybe do something with me, just a little small channeling. Cause I want to kind of see what you do. And whoa, within five minutes, we are deep diving and it was easy. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. It was also deep and emotional and hard. And it was all those things mixed together. And, um, your style, is really beautiful. You really have thank an amazing, you. amazing gift. I, you should be very proud of yourself. Wow, thank you. It's this wow. <laughs> thank yes. you so much. Because on this journey, you always, your inner critical voice, your fears always say you're horrible. You're not doing it properly. You need to learn more. You need to do this. You, you know, it's always there. It's always and um, trying to prevent you. Yes. So it's just thank you for saying that. It's away it was that really ego. interesting. And- just going with how it feels and going with your true gifts. Um, you know, my mentor is actually in England, coincidentally, Teresa Lepore. And 
one of the things she told me in the beginning, um, maybe eight years ago was don't take these courses. Don't sign up for this. You don't need to be a Reiki master. You don't have to get all the things I've been doing for certifications for validity. She's like, you're a healer. You have this gift. Like you're an earth angel, you know, like star seed. There's all these labels, right? She's like, this is what your gift is. Be open to it. It's there. You don't need to learn it. You need to remember it. Right. And what yeah. I do is different than what you do. Um, so I'm fascinated with what you do and it was fun. Mm-hmm. I felt like when I say fun, so again, to you guys listening, um, we closed our eyes. She tapped in almost immediately channeling, um, my guides asking permission first, if I would let her in and then asking permission, if we can bring in the angels or guides, whatever you're comfortable with, I gave her permission. Um, and I really tried to open up my field to her and to my heart and just trust that, you know, whatever is supposed to happen is going to happen. And it was pretty quick. Like you went through. Yeah, but you were also very now. ready. Yeah? <laughs> you, you were also like, you gave me all the permission. It was just, you were just so ready. It was, I was like, yes. <laughs> it was really wonderful to feel. And she got to my throat chakra and got stuck a little bit. And we talked about that. Um, we got down a little bit further and there was something from my childhood. I don't mind sharing. She said, this is something I'm feeling and it's a block with money. And, um, she got a very specific time. It was five years old. I'm not gonna give all the specifics, but, and she's like, they're showing it to you. You know it, you see it. And sure enough, I saw it in my mind. I saw it immediately. And it was this poor little kid, this vulnerable little five-year-old girl who was stuck in this dichotomy between a very wealthy domineering father and a very, um, uh, difficult situation with my mother, both of my parents, I love very much, of course, but polar opposites and me in this situation, basically like in the lunchroom at five years old and something that happened, it was there like a movie in my head is clear as day. And she's yeah. like, okay, what are we going to tell this little girl? Like how, what are you going to tell this little girl? Cause we're, we're ready, right? Are you ready? Would you like to clear? Would you like to help clear these blocks on money? Not just abundance. I love abundance, right? Talk about abundance and love and happiness and joy but my issue is money and that's not yeah. a secret it is I like to pretend it's not but it is I have these blocks and these lots of them in all different places but you were able so quickly you don't know anything about me I don't even like yeah. at all and you went right there so talk about a real gift you just mm, really you. have a gift and you use it so ethically and so effectively and so compassionately, I felt very safe with you. And these were very personal, vulnerable things that were coming up. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, you are a gift to the world. And obviously Thank I've read your so reviews, much. your clients love you. The testimonials speak for themselves. Um, I will put your website and links to how to contact you in the show notes. Thank for you. Um, it, you're really something special. I can't wait to see where you go and what you do. I think anybody who signs on with you now is probably getting a really good deal because it's only going <laughs> to explode. And again, you're teaching me money's not a bad thing. Like, you know, it's supply and demand and there's only so many hours in the day. So the more successful yeah. you get, um, you know, it's, it's really, it's really beautiful. So for you, so then this is what you're doing now. You're doing these sessions, yeah. you're doing these programs, you're doing, um, you have clients all around the world. Um, it's for people out there who yeah. want to book with you, who want to experience this firsthand. I think there's a really wonderful opportunity now because you're just about to launch a program, correct? Yes, yes. So over the last four years, anywhere. yeah, the over the last four years, I've been on, I was only working one-to-one on high transformation journey. So it's only either you work with me for this three months, 10 session journey, or I'm not available. Uh, but after some time, I, I reached a point where I was, all the time book thanks to my clients and their word of mouth and and they were the ones actually this is why i'm so grateful like people and so grateful to you sometimes they send you soul soul aligned clients this is how i see it (laughs) soul aligned clients i love that yeah yeah this is this is why actually they were so nice to me and they were the ones who were like girl you need to do group program you need to teach. And I was like, yeah, not now, not ready. When I will be ready, I don't know. So I was always postponing it. I was always procrastinating it. But I was not sure what to teach. Because there, as you say, there are so many courses out there. And I went to those so many courses. But uh, so I can, I am actually a Reiki master, but I don't want to teach Reiki because I don't use this in the sessions. Or I went to Theta Healing. 
nice but so much marketing for me I don't want to teach that one so I've been to some shaman things but I was not sure what I really want to teach and it was so funny uh, it came through this channeling <laughs> because I did the sessions to myself and I talked with my angels and I was like okay when I felt I was ready there's a little forest behind my home here and I go there and just clear myself in that forest and there I was like very clear oh my god this is what I'm gonna teach it's self-healing this is what I do this is what I know the most because in my healing journey my trauma my tears my blocks never came on the days that I was able to go to a session you know they hit you at night they hit you when you're alone so when those times hit you when the you need to find a way to get up and I know because I was also the one who was sitting on the you know, kitchen floor crying her, her eyes out. So I know this feeling very well. So this is why for me, self-healing, knowing your body, knowing your spirits, knowing that anyone and everyone can do it. Anyone and everyone can ask for help, can scan their body, is the thing I want to teach. So I'm launching this course uh, this Monday. So it will be air. So the course will be launched um, on self-healing. It's a six-week self-healing journey, six-week mindfulness journey, but specifically on self-healing. Every week is different. One week, we're going to start with connection. Of course, you need to connect to your guides, your spirits, because uh, I have clients from all different religious backgrounds so different types of christianity different types of islam buddhists so they're all different but everybody has a way to connect so first we need to set the ground on how to connect to this energy so first week is all about connecting and trusting your intuition then we need to open up our heart because we can only receive when we open up our heart but then there should be an action as well so it's not just who who i dream and i channel i need to put it to real actions. I need to move. So how to move when you're not really feeling. And then we need to bring it down and down uh, to this world. So this is why it's a six week journey. There will be modules, self-work. I will send it uh, to them every week. So they're gonna do the self-work, but then we come together live on the live call for two hours where one hour is like the clearing that you experience. <laughs> on the group level and then one hour questioning so it's going to be both online work offline work all kind of a combination i'm super excited you should be it sounds wonderful i'm so, super super excited people who are listening it's gonna be so great uh, is it the kind of thing that can be recorded and listened to later yes thank you for asking that i forgot to mention yeah yeah because uh, it's different what i realized sometimes Sometimes you resist the healing. <laughs> you don't want to take it. Sometimes out of nothing, when you're listening to a meditation or a healing, you fall asleep. Or you say, yeah, something is off. I cannot connect now. Actually, these are the times you need to go back and re-listen. Because probably there is a resistance there. It means that there is a need for a healing. So everything will be recorded and everyone will keep the recording so they can listen over and over again and find the really time. Wonderful. When they're like, whom? Yeah, everything will be recorded. Wonderful. And so then if people are listening to this, this will launch on Wednesday, um, this podcast. So if he's listening now, but it's also a resource library, this podcast. People go back to season one, to season two. They want to know about chakras or they want to know yeah. about CBD, whatever it is. So if somebody is finding this recording and they've missed the six week or they're coming in two weeks late, um, I'm guessing you'll have like a wait list for the next one or you'll have, yeah. uh, they can sign up. Okay, so- why don't you just go ahead and share with us now your website and how to contact you, even though yeah. it will be in the notes, but go ahead and say it for anybody who's listening and wants to write yeah. it. So if you're interested, my website is purposefulvibes.com. Purposefulvibes.com. Yeah, purposefulvibes.com. My name is Gilson Maz. There are two ways of working with me now. One is one-to-one with people who wants a rapid transformation, who's ready uh, to take control of their own journey and who wants to transform fast. It's a, it's a form, three to four month journey with 10 sessions. It is one-to-one, but that one I have a capacity because it's a very intimate relationship. Right. That one at one time, I cannot take more than 10 clients at one time. So maximum number is 10 because it's very intimate. Sometimes I send them voicemails. We have very intimate journey together. <laughs> 
and it's for three to four months. This is one way I work one-to-one with people. And the second way is, which I'm just launching, is the course for six weeks. It's a group journey, but it's not just a recording and you're going to do that yourself. Every week I will be live as well. So it's going to be live again, one part of it. And we're going to have a close community on the Facebook so we can get in touch every day. And this course, I'm planning to launch it uh, a couple of months a year. Not every month, but a couple of months, maybe two or three times a year. Wonderful. I like that yeah. very much. You know, I don't want to plug somebody else on here, but I can because she's famous. You know, but Gabby, <laughs> I, even though I've been doing this for a long time, I love her. In January, I know that she's going to do the 21 day manifestation. It's just like nice little touch up, you know, or like yeah. Deepak and Oprah do three times a year. They do yeah, yeah. Day, like meditation. Like it's nice to know that you have this, maybe it's three times a year, four times a year and people can do every one or they can do once a year or whatever. So I yeah, think yeah, they can just. That's really and wonderful. also every month I do a free uh, full moon meditation, actually. It's totally free. Again, thanks to my clients. What happened is in a couple of sessions, we realized that Gil, this session is amazing. What's happening? I was like, I don't know. I also feel different. Then we realized it's the full moon date. So then my clients wanted to book the full moon days. They would try to change their slots and can we do this Monday? But you know, a day is only 24 hours and I can only do this kind of sessions. I can only do three per day. I cannot do more. So therefore I couldn't take more. And I said, okay, let's do a full moon meditation together. So it started with a very small community only was for my clients and it was closed. So we were doing full moon meditation, but then they start to invite their friends. And this year I said, okay, I'm going to put it out there to anyone who wants to join. It's on my private Zoom because when I channel, I don't know what to say. <laughs> so yeah. what I just channel. So I don't want to do it on Facebook or Instagram. I don't want to be politically correct. I just want to channel and close my eyes and just start whatever I hear, start say it freely. So I host it on my private Zoom. Uh, and I do it every month. It's totally free. It's on the full moon date because full moon is an amazing energy. I was telling you before, moon is actually you gave feminine me energy. For this, this yeah. <laughs> for this full moon to help finish clearing some of these blocks. Yeah, yeah. Full moon is an amazing energy to really, really reset reset your energy of the month to really release what you need to release. And each full moon has a different topic. So each month we're doing full moon clearing sessions. It's, uh, it's 45 minute sessions. It's just, we channel and it's a meditation and energy. So how clearing. would people find that for you as well? Would they contact you on your website? So on my website, uh, you can opt into my newsletter. Every week I share newsletters based on my healing. Sometimes I share the books that I read. Sometimes I share what I cleared that week. So it's actually a little weekly guide on self-healing. Uh, I really share what I'm going through that week. I'm just Wonderful. writing and yeah. channeling and writing. So on the newsletter, I announce it as well. So the best way is to opt into my newsletter so you can hear anything. Uh, and it will when say how to, session, how to register. Them. Yeah, how to Great. register so you can opt in there. And also on my website, you can book a discovery call. But on the discovery call, it's, it's like your mentor. So we just get in and decide if we're a good match because the journey is a very intense journey. I have to be ready. They have to be ready. We need to be the right match. So we just uh, chat for almost one and a half hour to decide if we're a good match or not. So I explain a bit more details what I do and we test if they're okay for it. So we do a little clearing together so they can feel and understand yes. what I do. Yep. I, uh, so it's it's like a discovery call we do together. It's so and this important one's of to make sure free. the energy matches and it also gives people the opportunity to feel vested, yeah. right? Like you said, the first time you went to somebody, you weren't really, op you were open to it because you're going, but you weren't really putting a lot of stock that it was going to work. Right. Yeah, yeah. And for me too, the first time I went, I was like, okay, like, you know, I was diagnosed try. with PTSD. <laughs> like I might as well give it a try. I'm not happy. Like something has to work. Why not? What do I have to lose? It changed my life. So it gives people that opportunity. Like they're interested because they're calling you, but then they get to see your energy and feel your energy. And then they can decide, you know, yeah. like, yes, I'm vested in self-healing. I'm vested in living my best life. And this is my vessel to get there. Yeah. So I think that's Because great. there's not just one healer or like not dating. just one modality. There like are dating. so many. Yeah, yeah. There are so many people, so many modalities, so many teachings. One of them would work. Exactly. <laughs> you just need to find which one. But I'm sure one of them would work. And that's actually the whole purpose of this podcast, how it started, is that 
again, my clients and friends, I would demystify simple things like simple things, uh, that, you know, people were just chakras. They're just energy meridians, right. They run up and yeah. down. Like once you can kind of demystify it, then people can understand it. Even simple, I don't know, other things. And they're like, you should have a, a show. You should have a TV show. I was like, okay, well I'll do a podcast. It started as a radio <laughs> show, but it was just like to just give people that little idea. Like if this resonates, go with it. If you like what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, if you can like see yourself doing this, Google it, find a practitioner in your area that does this. And if it doesn't mm-hmm. resonate, look at it as entertainment and move on to the next thing. Right. Yeah. Because you're right. There's so many different types of healers on purpose. Like we're all kind of waking up in this time in the world for a reason. We chose to incarnate in this time in history mm-hmm. in the world to help raise the vibration of the world, to help people learn how to heal, to help them remember, but one size doesn't fit all, you know? Yeah. And it's amazing to see because the world is really changing. I'm, I've been in corporates for so long time, almost 15 years now. And I still work part-time in one of the biggest online e-commerce company, but (laughs) now we're doing mindfulness sessions there as well. So I'm running little mindfulness sessions for my team, but I wouldn't accept it. I wouldn't see it coming three years ago, but this year, my manager and their managers, they said, you can do these sessions here as well. I was like, why not? So the, the, the corporate world is also changing. I also see in my relationship, my friends, my, my partner. So the way people see healing or the way people say anything. So you don't need to be a healer, but maybe you start writing your gratitudes or you start meditating them minutes yeah, or maybe you start I don't know working on art to feel or just it's anything so mainstream now like and I know I've noticed that you've been very careful not to mention the company that you also work for but it is household- <laughs> it's quite easy to understand yeah, it's in Luxembourg a big e-commerce <laughs> yeah, it's household name around the world we'll just say that so the fact that you're doing mindfulness with them five years ago would never have happened I think I shared with you, you know, I was hired by Turkish airlines to speak at their global conference. It was 1200 people. I'm talking about traveler happiness, but from the wellness perspective, from energy, from how do you design yeah. spaces? And we would have never been talking about well, like well-being and energy in a corporate yeah. meeting. You would not have been doing mindfulness for this big corporation. Children are doing meditation in school. You know, yeah. like there might've been a little bit of that in the seventies, maybe, but really not to um the scope that it is now like if we can start teaching children how to be aware of energy and how to meditate and how to clear and how to process through energy i think we can change the world in one generation yeah yeah just one generation we can change the world so um yeah it's really wonderful and uh, i will say that i feel like if somebody is mentally open to healing in general I'm guessing you're probably effective for almost anyone. I really, that's how strongly I feel about your, about your wow. yeah. <laughs> I, it's really true. I don't give those kind of compliments very often. It was really something special. Um, Thank you so much. Welcome. But you're right, because if you see my website, I have clients who are um, doctors. I have clients who are coaches. I have clients who are CEOs. So, so when you're open to this kind of practice, in the end, it helps you to do per, serve your purpose. So I have one client who's a cancer researcher in the U.S. He's a, he's a doctor, you know, he's, he, this is his work. So maybe five years ago, I would not expect to work with someone like that because, you know, doctors uh, and yeah. healers. Analytical. Don't but now, yeah, yeah. But now there are so many, so many. Uh, there's an amazing cult called Mind Over Medicine. Maybe you know the writer. Yeah. So she's also, so there are so many things right now, how science and, and how healing, how those things are coming together. There is so many research showing that. Yes. And you don't need to necessarily go and be a channeler and heal people, but maybe because you're more awakened and you're more calm, you're going to bring it to your daily business and you will help your daily business to be more engaging. It can I be anything. taught a, a class early on and it was the mind-body connection. And of course, one of the first examples I give is placebo, right? And pharmaceutical, there's always that percentage of people who get better because they think they're getting a drug. So they get better because they think they're going to get better. But there's also like a great study that was um, in a journal of psychology in the United States. And they took 400 college age athletes, men, they divided them into two groups. One group for a month worked with a trainer, four days, three or four days a week, worked the trainer. 
did strength training, running, exercise in the gym, all that. The other group worked with a hypnotherapist and went through the exercise in their mind only, right? So every time one group's going to the gym, the other group is going to a deep meditation, doing the workout in their mind. At the end of the month, the group that worked out gained muscle mass and strength, 27% gained. The group that never did anything, they were not allowed to go to the gym, go for a run, pick up a weight, not grew 24% muscle mass. So they, they grew 24% muscle mass, never picked up a weight because they did it in their mind. So I love giving those examples yeah. you know, from an analytical scientific side, never mind you add in the spiritual side and you add in bringing in your guides and it's just wonderful. I could talk about this all day. This is wonderful. Um, yeah, and that now there is so much, like now there's so many research. You just, you can just Google anything and read the researches actually. So true. there's so many research, so many scientific explanation. It's we're living in an area we can really reach out to this information super fast actually. So when I was working with that kid, I think four years ago, I was trying to find a way to tell him it's possible because when sick it's harder to believe, you know, when right, you're going course. through such a major crisis. And uh, I was just Googling what to search. This is when I found this lady, um, the mind over medicine writer because she had a TED video name can we heal ourselves so yes. I watched the TED video it's like 18 minutes and I was like oh, I should Rankin. share it with everyone yeah yeah these are ranking I should share with everyone yeah. I should teach everyone I should just send the link and say please please watch this video there there's so many research so many data so many things you just need to start from somewhere I felt that with Joe Dispenza as well um, yeah, or Joe Dispenza, right? Yeah, his yeah. story is, is so real. I love it. Um, well, I really could talk to you all day, and I do need to wrap it <laughs> up. Um, I, before we go, let me ask you, um, what do you do when you're feeling off balance? Like, oh, Amazing question. Yeah. <laughs> So there, depending on what kind of off-balance. So if I'm crying my heart out, it's a really, really trauma. If I'm really, really sad, I immediately start EFT, tapping technique, because I need to breathe when I really cry. Yep. But these so are the EFT times. is emotional freedom technique. And I did a show on that. Anybody interested, go back and look at the show. Yes. Or you can Google it. So it's a method of tapping. So you do EFT if you're really off. Yeah. Okay. If I'm really crying, because when I'm crying, I cannot do meditation. When I'm really crying, I cannot channel. First, I need to let it out of my system. If I'm like that kind of unbalanced, first I use EFT. Then it really calms me down. Uh, then I usually, again, I don't go to meditation. I start writing immediately because what I learned through journaling and anyone who works with me, they know they have to write, write, write. This is why even the course is all about modules that you need to write before when you write good to three pages you really reach out to the main issue not the first page because for example let's say i have a fight with joanne and i start writing let's i hate say you have <laughs> i have a fight with my my partner joanne oh, my husband yes, okay. so we fight i feel so horrible when i start writing of course i write about oh my god how he treated me that da, 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 all my anger but usually in the page three the topic has nothing to do with him. <laughs> right. I find out what's happening, why it really hurt me. Because if you're going through a struggle, if something is triggering you, there is a reason. It's an amazing room to shift, actually, to heal. So I usually write, but not one page, that good two to three pages to see what is what is it coming to me. So this helps me to find what it is. Then... I use meditation channeling to really clear it, to ask for the uh, help, to ask for divine guidance, to shift it, to clear it. And uh, when when I cannot shift it immediately, when I'm so so tight with my emotions, I immediately go for a walk. Mother nature, <laughs> mother nature has healing abilities. So I realize that if I especially walk somewhere green, like in a forest, I Absolutely. can tune in better, connect better and cleanse myself better. So those are the things. And if I'm in, in a place where I need to be balanced every day, I start my David gratitude list. Very easy. The simplest thing you can do. Absolutely. It shifts your mood in three minutes. You just write five things you're grateful. And you, COVID teaches we are never grateful for our health. Right. We're just grateful for our health when we get sick. Otherwise, we forget. So I write. I write. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my hair. <laughs> I love my hair. You have great hair. She has a huge, big, uh, dark uh, brunette mane, like this big, beautiful, long 
mane of gorgeous, curly, dark hair. It's really beautiful. <laughs> thank you. But I've been writing thank you to my hair maybe a good five years now. I don't know. One day I was like, oh, what I'm grateful. Oh, I love my hair. I'm going to write this. And the more I write, the more it grows, because, the more it grows. You know, losing my hair in chemo, it was like, I was going to write a book called It's Just Hair. Like said nobody ever. Like, you know, because we're so tied to our identity with our hair. Um, it's, it's funny to bring up hair. Uh, anyway, your hair is beautiful. It's gorgeous. I love the gratitude game. I tell my clients to do that as well. I tell my children, I tell my friends, like when yeah. you get you out of a funk like that and also to do it before you go to bed because yeah. then it puts your mind and your energy in that level of gratitude. So when you fall asleep, you're falling asleep instead of your to-do list and all the things you didn't get done. You're thinking about yeah. all the things you're grateful for, even if it's yeah. minor. And it really shifts. It shifts yeah. you immediately. And you can write anything that comes to your mind. And the other thing, so I find out that, especially with my clients, everyone has a way to connect to creator, God, Allah, whatever you call mother nature. So you need to find your way. Yep. Everyone is different. Maybe from your childhood, you remember one little prayer. Maybe you need to go to church. Maybe you, you just need to sit and meditate. Or maybe you need to touch the tree. It's different for everyone. But when you find your way, when you try this connection and just praying, you really release all the tension because it kind of gives you, okay, trust. There's a reason for everything. As Rumi says, you know, you never know what's coming next. So there's a reason for every struggle. But when you're really sad, you cannot release easily because the pain is real. Pain exactly. is always real, but suffering is always the choice. <laughs> so yeah, because so pain is real, suffering is the choice. Between your mind and your heart or what you're yeah, thinking so and what you're feeling. And sometimes there's that disconnect. And it's like, I shouldn't be feeling this way. I know I have things to be grateful for. I know my life isn't horrible, but why am I feeling so sad? Right. It's like, yeah. so it's like shifting that energy and breaking that cycle. And um, yeah. And you just connect and you just, it can be a little prayer. It's different for everyone. What, yeah. what makes you feel connected to something greater than you? Because then you realize, okay, they know. They That's know true. <laughs> they know feeling, and it, during COVID, it's even been more of a challenge for so many of us because we're isolated so much more and yeah. feel lonely. And it's like, once you realize that, no, we're connected to everything. So go put your feet in the grass, put your hands on the tree, go for a swim, go for a walk, whatever it is yeah. that makes whatever you it is. connected to something bigger than you, because, you know, I, I, um, we need to end today that I, I just really want to talk to you all day. <laughs> I end every podcast by telling everybody like you're worthy, you're enough, you're born for a reason. The universe needs your gifts. Celebrate what makes you different and unique. Like we're all connected and you're so yeah. important. Like you were born for a reason and you were born to be happy and full of love. Like yeah. everybody was brought here for a reason and you're not alone and you might feel alone sometimes, but you're not. So find yeah, a way to feel connected, too. reach out to a loved one, go reach out into nature, pet the neighbor's dog, whatever it is that makes you feel connected to something that's bigger than yourself. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I actually also really, this kind of podcast, I think help people to realize that they're not alone because on the journey, I thought that maybe I was crazy. I was alone because when it hits you, you think that it's your problem. You're alone. Yeah. There is something wrong with you. But when you read other stories, when you reach out to others, you see that there are so many common, common ground. Like you said, you also gone through divorce. You also like our wounds are actually that are making the journey. <laughs> so maybe we learn to love our wounds as well. It's true. It's what makes us special. It's part of our story. It's not you know, feeling sad about your wounds or feeling um, less than worthy because of your wounds, realizing that your scars are what makes you beautiful. And those wounds make yeah. you beautiful because they make you unique and they're part of your story. They're a chapter of your story and every chapter is beautiful, you know, and, you know, at any time you can be done with that chapter and move on to another one. And that's why I wanted you to share your story today because yeah. you did have the great life on paper, you know, and, but it wasn't the great, it wasn't really your soul it wasn't really didn't you knew it didn't feel good you wanted to yeah. convince yourself that it felt good because you had the good job and you had the husband and you had the nice house but you knew it wasn't right and we only mm -hmm. have one life in this human body we have one time in this human body yeah. so if it's not working it's up to you to say it's okay it's time to evolve it's time to pivot time to move it's time to move like I'm yeah, worthy, I'm enough, I'm born to be happy, I'm not happy, it's time to move. It's time to love yourself enough that you stand up for yourself. And so yeah. 
I loved your story because it wasn't easy and you fought it and fighting it gave you illness. It gave you pain. But then there was that trigger and you were able to wake up and fight for yourself, fight for this happy life, fight and figure out how to do it. And you did. And through that, realize that not only was this amazing life waiting for you just on the other side, you just had to clear away what wasn't working because we can't get new until yeah. we clear away the old, right? We have to make room. So you made room, even though it's so scary, moving to a different yeah. country, getting divorced, leaving your job, like scary, but you did it. And then you're rewarded with this wonderful, beautiful stuff. And not that it was always easy, but it was there. And yeah then found out like, wow, you're this really amazing, badass healer who has gifts <laughs> in the world. So thank you so much, Ghoul. Thank you for sharing thank your you. gifts with us. Um, and thank you so much for being such a delightful guest today. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot yet again and ask if you would come back and do another show with us where we can dive a little deeper into maybe channeling or simple. Oh, I would love to. Yes. I would love to. <laughs> it's right, like I'm so chatting with my, with my soul, soulmate uh, <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> I love this. Yes. I would love to have you come back on and we will do a little deeper dive into exactly what maybe channeling is. We'll yeah. Yeah. We can. We'll yeah. Yeah. Because I think sometimes people misunderstand the concept of purpose channeling. It has to be something so huge. They don't realize it's happening every day. Yes, and we can give examples. <laughs> and anyone can tap into it. Like you can, yeah. because sometimes we think purpose is where we're going to end up, you know, it should be huge, but maybe purpose is just to wake up and live with alignment or if you're a teacher to see the happiness in the kid's eye, or if you're a cook, or a chef to see the happiness in their eyes. So purpose can be something very easy and very everyday kind of an issue. So I would love to. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, I always say like really our, our purpose in life is um, to love ourselves, right? It's self-love. And we're our happiest when we're in balance and in alignment. When you're in balance and alignment, that's when you wake up and you're so excited for the day and you're so excited for life because you're in alignment. But how do we get there? Nobody teaches us. So I would love you to come back in and give us some tips and tools on how to get yourself in alignment through some of the things yeah. you do. Yeah, of course, I would love to do that. <laughs> I love Great. to share tools. Okay, I, well, I usually end with a mantra. I don't have one today because we ran out of time. Um, I would just remind everybody that you're a deliberate creator of your life and you're worthy, you're enough. Um, and I love you. Thank you for listening. Ghoul, thank you so much for being such thank a you. wonderful guest today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Really, it was really unexpected. <laughs> I'll <be stuck> to... <laughs> I did put her on the spot. Um, and, and know that you can contact uh, Isgul Sonmez again and Purposeful Vibes. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Purposefulvibes.com. Again, it will be in the show notes before this really amazing healer out of Luxembourg if you joined us late. And she has a new program that is starting, a six-week program starting this week. Yeah. And if you're late to the game, send her an email anyway and get on her list. Um, in addition to her free monthly moon meditations, just for registering for her email or for her newsletter, mm -hmm. you also get a free 10-minute meditation that you can download. Yeah. So I encourage yeah. you to check out her website, if nothing else, just to get that really beautiful 10-minute complimentary meditation. <laughs> thank you thank all you. right it was the meditation actually i was doing when i was going to work and i was super stressed it's really helping me to balance and start my day Wonderful. with so it's available on fresh the calm energies um and and that's it i need to go so thank you yeah. so much again Gould. thank you so much um and until next time everybody have a great week and namaste namaste <laughs>